Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's go to Psalm chapter 8. Psalm chapter 8. And uh, we talked this morning about ministering tonight on the dominion mandate. And uh, I haven't had a change in my spirit. Psalm 8. You know, it matters that the people you're running your race with are saying the right things. It matters, and it's important that the people you're running your race with are saying the right things. Uh, I remember one time there there was a person that that I was very close in ministry with, and uh, he started listening to some things that were uh, kind of a, a... a bad source, if I could say it that way. And we were at lunch one day, and uh, he told me, he said, uh, uh, you know, Philip, people talk about calling those things that be not as though they were. He said, uh, uh, you know, but we can't do that. And, you know, I mean, we think, well, the Bible says we can. But here, here's the thing. Here's what came up to me. I could see he's drifting. I can't run my race with you anymore. Because you're not saying the right things. Amen. Amen. And, and I, I heard him not too long after that talk about faith and, and how Jesus, the things that Jesus did, he did them out of his power, not out of his faith. Well, that's just totally contrary to the word of God. See, when, when, you, start, when you start moving away from your dominion in one area, you got to move away from it in every area. Either you're in charge or you're not. Now, there are people that will say, well, you know, God's in charge. Well, I understand what they mean by that, but the Bible says the earth is the Lord's and He's given it to the children of men. What happens in my life is not up to God. What we just read, Christ redeemed me from the curse of the law so that the blessing of Abraham could come on me. Did Jesus do his part? If the blessing is not flowing in a person's life, it is not God's fault. It's my fault because it's my life. And if God were in charge the way religion tries to say he's in charge, why don't he just bless you in spite of yourself? Because I have the dominion. There there are people even in religious circles that will say Christ died to to bring back the dominion that Adam gave away. But then out of the other side of their mouth, they'll say, but you can't call things that be not as though they were. Well, yes, you you have to. Because that's how you exercise your dominion. So it matters that the people who are running your race with are saying the right things. Psalm chapter 8 and verse 4. Notice what it says. The psalmist says, What is man 
But you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visited him or visitest him. For you've made him a little lower than the angels. That, that word is Elohim. Elohim. The, the high God, the most high God. Now, here, here's, the, here's the important thing. Is, is I've had people kind of try to downplay this. Well, you know, angels can be translated Elohim. Well, but we're not, you're not created lower than those created to serve you. Amen. A servant is not inferior to the one that they serve. Or, or a, a, a master is not inferior to the one that serves them. Is that right? You've made him a little lower than the angels and crowned him with glory and honor. Now, get a hold of this. You made him to have dominion. You made him to have dominion over the works of your hands and you crowned him with glory and honor. Now, let that sink in for a moment. You made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. That's why we were made to have dominion. That word dominion, it means to rule, to have dominion, to reign. All right? So he says you made him to rule, to have dominion, to reign. That's why man was made. Hallelujah. Man was not made to be subservient to none but God. None but God. Hallelujah. And 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 that's why and that and that's what's so that's what's so damaging about a person we call it serving the devil, serving the world, is that they have taken that 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 place of servanthood. To one that they should have dominion over. Amen. In Romans 5.17. It says. A companion scripture to this. It says for by one man's offense. Death reigned by one. Much more they which receive. Abundance of grace. That's me. And of the gift of righteousness, that's me, shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. That literally means reign as a king. Reign as a king. The last two scriptures that we talked about in this morning service, he said we have been made priests and kings unto our God. That, that's that authority. The, the king was the authority. The priest is the anointing. Amen. You made him to have dominion. We are to reign as kings in life. Amen. Now this has to become a mindset. It has to become something that you're talking about. Amen. I remind myself consistently, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. Amen. 
I've had people look at me funny. They say, well, I don't know how that's going to go. I say, I know how it's going to go the way I say it's going to go. That's how it's going to go. Faith, the word, is not win a few, lose a few. Amen. I, years ago, when, uh, I mean years ago, 15 years ago or more, uh, I used to listen to a, a radio broadcast. We, we had a radio broadcast uh, on a station in Kansas City, and uh, I used to listen to a broadcast. I think they came on after us, and, and just wonderful people. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Uh, Word of Faith people, Raymond grads, good people. And, uh, uh, but one day uh, it, was, it was put out that this minister had passed away. He had died, and he had passed away of cancer. Well, you know, there's no sin in passing away with cancer. Oh, glory. <laughs> I mean, that, we don't want to pass away that way, but, I mean, it is what it is as, as far as that goes. You understand what I mean by that? And, uh, uh, you know, automatically all the talkers start talking. Well, he believed God was a healer, and he was one of those word of faith guys. And how could, how could he? Do- Listen, you can be one of those word of faith guys, and you still have to practice and exercise your dominion. Amen. Hallelujah. And, I, you know, I don't, I don't worry about those kind of things. I, I, I've had people come to me and say, well, what do you say about this? You know, this guy believed that God's a healer, and he believed you could have what you say, and he died. Well, we're all going to die. The, the Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy, the secret things belong to God. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe they got tired. Something going on I don't know about. But when you, when, you start, when you start worrying your mind about it, you abdicate your dominion. Because, because there's no answer in the question. And you can't operate in full potential power if you're always operating out of the question. And so the point is, all these people started talking. Well, uh, uh, one day I read an article that his wife had written, and she was talking to their church. They pastored a very, uh, they pastored a very successful church. She still does. And she made the statement. She said, you know, people have asked me why my husband died. And she said, I can tell you. And she said, because every time he got attacked with something physical, he would always put more confidence in what the doctor said than in what God said. Now, that's not the case in every case. But what I'm saying is is notice something. I can be created to reign and rule and walk in dominion. And if I give my confidence to something else, I won't walk in it. Hallelujah. He said we're to reign in lives. When God made us spirit beings, it moved us into the God class. Look, look, notice in, in Genesis 1. Genesis 1. I got to take my time tonight and say some things. I don't mean just to be lengthy. I mean, take my time. You know, the most spiritual people in the world come to church on Sunday night. You're, you're, you're the spiritual group. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, all y'all that are watching online, you come any other night, you know I'm joking, but hallelujah. Hallelujah. But y'all are pretty spiritual. Amen. 
Notice Genesis 1.28. God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Oh, I'm sorry. Verse 26. Where I wanted to go. God said, Let us make man in our image. Now this is important. Because the Bible said, remember in, in the book of John, Jesus was dealing with the woman at the well. And he said, God is spirit. Is that right? God is a spirit. Oh, glory. Well, Paul lets us know in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 that we are a spirit. We possess a soul and we live in a body. I'm in the God class. You're in the God class. Why? You are a spirit being. Yeah, but I can see my flesh and, and blood. I don't, I, you know, but you are a spirit. If you're born again, you are a spirit. Your spirit is not just alive to God. You are a spirit alive to God. You are in the God class. Yes. Your body is what gives you a right to operate that dominion in the earth. It's so important. Hallelujah. Did you see this? God <laughs> became flesh so that he could operate in the earth. Amen. When, 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 when you understand this, that when God made us a spirit being, that moved us into the God class. Now, I've had people say, well, you know, you're, you're, you're saying that we're on the same level as God. Well, that's ridiculous. No human will ever be on the same level as God. But I'm in the God class. I can't help what God gave me. But I have to exercise it. God created man to be in charge. Look at verse 28. God blessed them and God said, Be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, every living thing that moves upon the earth. Now notice that. The fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, every living thing that moves on the face of the earth, you subdue it and you have dominion over it. That's your dominion mandate. Hallelujah. God created man to be in charge. God created you and I to be in charge. Hallelujah. See, that's why we're not made for lack. We're not made for insufficiency. We're created for more than enough. Because we're created in dominion. We're created, we're created in that authority. Amen. See, dominion is what fits us. So we should wear it. Because that's what fits us. Hallelujah. You know, if you wear a size 42 long, <laughs> a 42 regular isn't going to fit. Because that's not how you're created. It, it does not make sense for a believer to be dominated by their circumstance. It does not make sense 
for a believer to be dominated by their circumstance. I am created for dominion. That's what fits me. That's what fits you. You look good in dominion. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. See, we're not just trained for dominion. We're made for it. We're made for it. Every human being that comes into the earth is made for dominion. Everyone won't walk in it. Number one, because everyone won't make Jesus the Lord of their life. Number two, even many that make Jesus the Lord of their life don't operate in their dominion. They don't walk in it. Amen. Dominion is something that you get up every day and you operate and you walk in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dr. Summerall, when he would fly to uh, uh, another land, he would, he would fly there and, you know, most of the time they'd bring the steps up to the plane and he would walk out the door of the plane, stand at the top of those steps and he'd say, okay, devil, I'm here and you're finished. Amen. 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 That, that was his way of taking dominion. I'm here and you're done. Glory to God. Brother Hagin would come into situations and he was a lot more soft-spoken. He was a lot quiet. He would take take over in the spirit. When, When you're in dominion and you're operating in your dominion, you don't have to tell everybody what you're doing. You just walk in it. it. It's just who you are. Oh, glory to God. Do you see that? The flow of God in full potential power is going to require full potential dominion. If I'm the flow in full potential power, it will, call, it will, it will require full potential dominion. i got to walk in every aspect of it. From time to time, I sit down in my life and I ask myself, where am I not exercising dominion? What's out of control in my life? What is not coming under the dominion that God gave me? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If it's finances, I got to dominate that. I got to take dominion over it. If it's my body, I've got to take dominion over it. Oh, hallelujah. Do do you see that? Fullness in one arena is arrived at because of fullness in all arenas. If I arrive at fullness in one area where dominion is concerned, it's because I'm walking in it in all areas. Oh, hallelujah. I was talking to someone not too long ago. And uh, uh, they kept making the statement that the Lord knew what he was doing and, and he had a plan and, and we didn't often understand it. You know, that's not a scripture. Well, the Bible, the Bible says, uh, uh, eye hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, neither has it entered in the heart of man, the things that the Lord has in store for him. Have you ever read the rest of that chapter? It says, but he's revealed them to us by his spirit. Natural eye hasn't seen. Natural ear hasn't heard. Your natural thinking cannot comprehend. But it says God has revealed them to us by His Spirit. Why why do we have dominion? Why are we spirit beings? Because we're supposed to walk in that dominion. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. What, What are you pressing for? 
Dominion requires goals. It requires dreams. It requires going after something. There's, there's got to be something that I'm exercising that dominion over. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, now, what you don't want to do is just make the mistake, well, yeah, yeah, I have dominion. And you got to exercise it. Amen. Have you ever known the person that they bought the best treadmill there was and it became a coat hanger? Now, I'm not saying that's you. I'm, I, I don't know what you have, but, right? Hallelujah. You know, that, tread, that treadmill can, can have top elevation. I mean, it can have different speeds. It can be the best one that there is. And if you don't get on that treadmill in the morning and run, nothing's going to change. Because getting on that treadmill and running is you taking dominion over a situation I, I want to do this. Then you exercise your dominion. Amen. Hallelujah. If there's things you're pressing into. And you want to do such and such. You take dominion over it first. Okay. I take dominion over this circumstance. If finances are a challenge, you take dominion over your finances. You declare what the word of God says. And then you walk like you've taken dominion. And every time the thought tries to come to you that you're not going to make it, you say, no, 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 no. I've dominated you in the name of Jesus. I was created to dominate you and I dominate my finances and I walk in dominion in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When they come to me in the ministry and talk to me about a need that there might be, the first words out of my mouth is all the money I need for this ministry comes to me in Jesus' name. That's it. That's period. That's it. Because that's how you keep that dominion in place. You have to wear what you were made for. You got, dominion has to be put on. I have to put it on. The Bible says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, it says put on the armor of light. This is so important. I got to wear what I was made for. And we read right there in Genesis 1 and 28, God blessed them and told them to have dominion. Amen. Every flow of the new creature has to be put on. Dominion is a flow of the new creature. And every flow of the new creature has to be put on. You got to put on righteousness. You got to put on holiness. You got to put that on. It doesn't just operate automatically. I got to put it on. But it's part of the new creature. And so I have access to it. Dominion is part of the new creature that you have access to. Mm, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because there are things that oppose you. Wouldn't you say that's right? There are things that oppose you. But in the face of anything else that opposes, you got to put something else on. Dominion. It, it might be opposing you, but you got to put on the dominion. Amen. You, 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 you got to put it on. You got to answer things. You got to talk to things. People in dominion give orders, they give commands, they talk to things. Amen. When they're saying this, they're saying that, they're saying the other, you're saying something else. Hallelujah. When they're saying it's the worst of times, you're saying it's the best of times. 
Amen. When they say there's no way, you say God's made a way. Hallelujah. 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 When they're promoting fear, you say, I will not die, I will live. And I'll declare the works. I'll declare, I'll, I'll declare, I'll declare the works of the Lord. I'll say something. What I'm going to start off saying is, I will not die. I will live. Hallelujah. 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 I, I won't even talk about this debacle that the world's been going through recently. Back, back, back when they had the, the swine flu. Remember when the swine flu was coming through America? I stood up in the church and I said, I don't mind telling you, I'll never have the swine flu. I'll never have it. And I said, I encourage you to be saying the same thing. I'll never have it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yeah, but pastor, I went through this battle. Well, it doesn't stop you from saying I'll never have it in Jesus' name. If you had it and overcame it, that should prove to you that you have dominion over it and you ought to keep that dominion flowing by saying, I don't mind telling you, it's not going to touch my house. That's the exercising of your dominion. Mm. So when something opposes you, you put something else on. Dominion. Hallelujah. Lack is opposition to abundance. You got to take dominion over it. And you can't just take dominion over it by, by just wanting it. I said something this morning. To work the word, you got to work the word. And if you're working the Word, you're working the Word. Let me tell you what working the Word is not. Tell you what, I put out a no trespassing sign in my yard against the devil. What have you just said? A bunch of religious rigmarole. The Bible don't say anything about no trespassing signs. It says you resist the devil... And he'll flee from you, not your sign. There's a no trespassing sign on my heart. No, there's not. You choose whether the devil makes any inroads in your life. He is the opposition, and in the face of that opposition, what do you do? Put on dominion. Amen. Where is Satan? Where? Thank you. Where? Where? Is somebody that is under your feet in dominion? Now that sounds simple. But why do you hear so many believers talking about how bad the devil's fighting them? What the devil's doing. He's under your feet. Yeah, but that don't mean he don't fight. What's what he does? What do you do? Put on dominion. If he's going to do what he does, why don't you do what you do? What do you do? When? Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, but you know, this happened and it feels like I lost. Yeah, but do you love God? Do you love God? Are you the called according to His purpose? Then He said all those things are going to work together for your good. Is that what He said? 
The, the, people will say, well, you know, and, and you've heard the religious side of it. You know, my leg broke, my dog got killed, my car wrecked or whatever. But you know what? That's all going to work together for my good. It's not what the Bible says. It says that those things work together for the good of them that love God and are the called according to His purpose. We may not understand it. We may not comprehend everything in our mind. Why did that happen? Why did that opposition come? Put all the questions away. Put on your dominion and oppose it. Hallelujah. Am I helping you tonight? We have to wear what God provided for us to walk in. I got to wear it. That's why he provided for us to walk in. Is dominion. Jesus has shared his success with us. Remember when he said, uh, I'm leaving, don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, and I go to prepare a place for you that where I'm at, you can be also. But remember what else he said? And my peace I leave with you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. My peace, my peace, my peace. Did you ever see Jesus flustered? Did you ever see Jesus worried? Did you ever see Jesus saying, I don't know what we're going to do? Why? People say, well, he had perfect peace. Why did he have perfect peace? Because he was in dominion. When Jesus walked into a situation, he immediately took dominion. Read, read how many times it says, and he went into the synagogue and all eyes were on him. Remember Luke, we read Luke 4 today. It says that, that, that he went into the synagogue as was his custom and he stood up for to read in the book of Isaiah and he read the spirit of the Lord is upon me and it says he closed the book and sat down and all the eyes of the people were on him. When dominion walks in the room, you know it. Amen. I've known several people who knew Dr. Oral Roberts personally, and they said when he walked in a room, he just filled the room. Dominion. Here's the question. What happens when you walk in the room? Now, that, that's, that's, not, that's not an accusation. I ask myself that all the time. What happens when I walk in a room? When I come into the presence of people, what happens? When I come into the presence of the enemy, what happens? Remember in the book of Acts, there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew, that, that, right? That was a leader of the sect, that, that was exorcist, that traveled around. And it says they knew that Paul had been casting out devils in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And they took it upon themselves to call over a man in the name of Jesus and said, we adjure thee by Jesus who Paul preaches. In other words, I don't know him. I don't have dominion. I'm not clothed in dominion. And isn't it interesting? The devil could see they had no dominion. He said, I know Jesus, I know. And Paul, I know him. I don't know who you are. Isn't that interesting? I know Jesus, and I know Paul, but I don't know you. I don't recognize your dominion. 
when Dr. Lester Summerall, uh, he was in uh, uh, the Philippines, in Manila, pastor in church. And he was listening to a radio program one night from Billy Bit Prison in Manila, Philippines. There was a young lady in there, 13, 14 years of age, named Clarita Villanueva. And she had been a, a, a teenage prostitute on the streets of Manila. And she had become possessed by demons to the place that they were biting her. And physical bite marks would show up on her body. And she couldn't sleep, couldn't rest. It was just all night torment. And these huge bite marks would show up on, on her body. And they brought the doctors up and the psychiatrist up. And, and, and uh, uh, one guard even ended up losing his life in that situation. And Brother S- Dr. Summerall was sitting there listening. And the Lord said, I want you to go deliver that girl. And Dr. Summerall said, get somebody else. I don't have a deliverance ministry. And God said, I don't have anybody else. Now, that always struck me. And we say that, and we, you know, so do your part. And what he's saying is this. There's nobody else that will walk in their dominion. Nobody else will walk in their dominion. When God calls a man or a woman to a city, He calls them to that city to exercise the dominion that He's placed within their sphere of anointing. Amen. And and so He set it up to go, and and He did some fasting and praying, and He set it up to go, and they walked in this room. Now, this, this, this girl cannot speak English. And, and he walked in, the Catholic priest was with him and the doctor and all these government people. And he walked, he walked into that room and, and they were walking down the table and here's that girl. And everything was fine till Dr. Summerall got in front of her. And when Dr. Summerall got in front of her, she jumped up and she said, you're Lester Summerall. And, and she used a word I won't use, but for you're illegitimate. She, she called him that. You're illegitimate. Now, this is important. Dr. Summerall didn't say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. He said, no, I'm not. My father is such and such Summerall. My mother is Betty Summerall. I was born on this day and in this year in this city, and I got a birth certificate to prove it. Now, people say, why is that important? He's saying... I have dominion. I have a right to exercise my dominion. Amen. You got to wear what God's provided for you to walk in. Well, the long and short story of that is she got delivered. He delivered her. Amen. Years ago, I saw that movie. He used to put out those movies. Years ago, I saw the movie Bitten by Demons. Just a little kid. Read the book. Hallelujah. He walked in that. See, you can't call somebody and have them pray and exercise dominion for you. At some point, I got to exercise my own dominion. I can pray for you. I can pray with you. I can agree with you. I can take authority over certain things in your life because I'm your pastor. But at some point, you got to exercise your dominion. Oh, hallelujah. Success, notice Colossians 2.10. Success is not earned. It's in the new creature. You don't earn success. It's, it's in the new creature. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 10. Notice what it says. Hallelujah. It says, 
and, and, and you're familiar with this, you are complete in Him, which is the head of all principality and power. And you're complete where? In Him, who is the head of all principality and power. And in Him, I have dominion over all principality and all power. So in other words, you're a boss. We show up and take boss steps. Praise God. Amen. Amen. That's important. I've, I've walked with great men of God in, in this world and walked with them in different situations and watched how they walk in authority. Amen. One time Dr. Dufresne was praying in a, in a meeting and he was, the people were lined up and he was just going down the line, pow, 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 laying hands on people. And somebody didn't like the way he was laying hands on people and he came up the aisle. And he said, you ought to not be laying hands on people that way. And Dr. Dufresne looked at him and said, don't tell me how to do my job. That's the end of that. Amen. Amen. Now that's not just somebody in the flesh telling somebody to bug off. That's somebody walking in the dominion God's given them. Listen, I got to do this the way God told me to do it. Somebody else told him one time, said, well, I don't want to get in the line because I, I don't want to fall down. He said, then stay in your seat. <laughs> you show up and take boss steps. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. The devil is not playing a game. He is stealing and killing and destroying. Amen. And if you don't meet his, his excess with dominion, he gets his way. He gets his way. And I got to meet it with dominion. Glory to God. The authority I walk in fits me. That, that's why you can't borrow dominion. You got to walk in yours. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say that out loud. Say, I walk in my dominion. I walk in my dominion. Amen. Amen. Jesus made us for dominion. Why? So we could lift other people up, so we could get the job done. We have dominion so we can get the job done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. An unrenewed mind will never be skillful where dominion's concerned. I got to renew my mind to it. I got to take the time to renew my mind. Well, what if this happens and what if that happens? A, a mind renewed to their dominion does not sit around and think about what might happen. Remember what Jesus said? Take no thought for tomorrow. Sufficient for the day is the trouble. In other words, tomorrow will have its own set of problems. But he told you not to worry about it. A, a, a mind that is void of worry and void of fear is a mind that's operating in dominion. A worried heart's a fearful heart. A fearful heart's an unbelieving heart. Well, what if this happens and what if that happens? People in dominion don't think that way. 
I can tell you how it's going to end up if you walk in your dominion. You win. Uh, hallelujah. Because you've got to become skillful. The whole reason you have a mind is to bring it under the control of your spirit. You've got to quit responding out of here and you've got to start responding out of here. You got to quit thinking so much and you got to start perceiving more. I, I got to start making, stop making so many mental decisions and make more spiritual decisions. What you perceive is the answer, not what you think. You can be thinking something totally different and perceiving something that God said. It's what you're perceiving. You will operate your dominion out of your spirit. Your mind sometimes will fight you about your dominion. Your spirit is in perfect agreement with your dominion. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. (laughs) So I got to renew my mind to that. If that's what God created me to have was dominion, I got to renew my mind to that. Get, get rid of the questions. You're, you're trying to hold on to the question and operate the answer at the same time, and you can't. You got to drop one of them. Amen. You know, that, you know that's, I was told one time that's how people hunt monkeys, is they put like a piece of fruit or something in the bottom of a, of a, of a bottle, and, and they attach that bottle to the ground and the monkey comes along and reaches down for the fruit and won't let go if he let go of the fruit he can get his hand out and run but he won't let go so because he won't let go they just come up and bop them in the head amen you, you gotta let go of something to get something it's, it's renewing my mind. You got to become skillful in that. Well, I just don't know what to do and I just don't know what to do. Dominion doesn't think that way. How can you say you don't know what to do when you have the wisdom of God on the inside of you? James says, if you lack wisdom, we could say it this way. If you don't know what to do, ask the giving God and he will tell you what to do. Because we are His agents in the earth. We're authorized to carry out His will. He will give us whatever wisdom and knowledge and understanding we need to accomplish our task. That's why He gave us the dominion. There are things that you just need to ignore sometimes. Dominion sometimes answers with an ignore. Oh, that's important. Amen. Amen. You know, there are people I just ignore. I've had people come up to me and say, well, what do you think about so-and-so and what he said? I don't. I just ignore him. Amen. That's important. When, when the enemy says certain things, you just need to ignore it. When you know something, you get less worked up. When you know something, you get less worked up. Yeah, you know, I have pa- pastors under my covering and uh, different people. And back, uh, you know, in, in uh, last year, in, around election season, 
I would have pastors say, what are we going to do? Pastor, what are we going to do? I said, what do you mean what are we going to do? What we're called to do hadn't changed. Have you act like this don't bother you? It don't. I have not been bothered at all. Yeah, but don't you see what's happening in our country? Yeah, God's moving. God's moving. There's a lot of good things going on. Amen. Well, what if this happens and what if that happens? A lot of that can't happen because we're here. There's things that can't happen in the earth because the dominion is here. The church will get the job done. Amen. When you know something, you get less worked up. Remember the story Brother Hagin would tell? And he said he sent his brother to do, get, take care of some business uh, uh, about his mother. You know, uh, 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 her dad was dying. And they were all fighting over his will because he was a pretty well-off man. And his brother went and, and uh, uh, they liked to whip him. And so he came back and said, you better not go. They'll whip you. And Brother Hagin said, no, they won't whip me. And, and remember he said he got there and, and, he, and he walked around back of the house and the aunt from across the street saw him and she came over and, and, and she was just fussing and, and fighting and just, uh, you know, throwing a fit. And he said, well, I'm not worried about it. I got some inside information. And she got on her knees and said, oh, my God, Ken, pray for me. We all need prayer. Her husband came over. Now, don't you worry, we're going to fight to make sure your mama gets her part. He said, I'm not worried at all. He said, I got some inside information. And he said, you do? He said, yeah, I do. I got some inside. Well, the inside information was what he had in his spirit. But he wasn't worked up at all. They're, tra- they're trying to take from his mother what is rightfully hers, and he's not worked up about it at all. I got some inside information. When, when, when you have inside information, you get less worked up. Amen. 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 People say, yeah, but you don't know what I'm going through. It doesn't matter. When you have inside information, you don't get worked up about it. Think, think about this. When, when they called, when they, when they got a hold of Jesus and they said, the one that you love is sick. Jesus stayed where he was. Right? And then they contacted him and said, oh, he died. And Jesus was talking to his disciples. And he said, we, 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 we've got to go and wake Lazarus because he's sleeping. Well, Lord, if he's sleeping, he's doing good. Well, he died. That's what he said. Amen. But he never got worked up. Why? He knew what he was going to do. He prayed about it before he ever got to the tomb. Because when he stood at the tomb, he said, Father, I'm not praying. I know you've heard me. I'm not praying for those that are for me. I'm praying for those that are standing around. And when he had spoken those words, he said, roll back the stone. And he said, Lazarus, come forth. He never got worked up about it. Yeah. 
You exercise dominion out of your spirit, not out of your soul, not out of your head. When you walk in dominion out of your spirit, you're settled. There's a certainty to dominion. I'm absolutely positive. I'm certain. I am certain that this is all going to work for my good. I am certain that the end result of this is I win. I am certain that no weapon formed against me can prosper. I am certain that I am more than a conqueror, that I can do all things through Christ. We, people take those scriptures and they add them to their confession list, but they don't get them in their spirit and exercise their dominion through them. The word was given to you so you could exercise your dominion through the word of God. When you speak the word of God, you're exercising your dominion. And what a lot of people call confession is them just making a mantra. They're not exercising their dominion. When you declare something out of the word of God, you are exercising dominion against the thing that you're declaring. Hallelujah. When you walk in dominion out of your spirit, there's a certainty. It's important to be where you're supposed to be. Because dominion is best exercised in, in obedience. I've, I've been doing this long enough to have had some experiences. And, I, and sometimes I'll have people come to me and they'll say, Well, I'll tell you, the Lord told me I went through this because of this. And they'll do real good for a few months. And then a few months later you see them doing the same thing they said God told them was their problem. I've had people come and say, the Lord told me never to miss church again. And then they start missing church. Now, wait a minute. Either God said it or he didn't. Yeah. I'm not saying he told you that. Oh, well, that's a good idea not to miss church. But it's best exercised in obedience. Being where I'm supposed to be. There's, there's a dominion of being in the right place. Of being where God told me to be. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Do you see that? When I'm where God told me to be, there's a blessing of dominion that belongs to being in the right place. I'm where God told me to be. I'm a part of what God told me to be a part of. And there's a blessing of dominion that rests there. Oh, glory. glory you know, not everybody has the same spiritual dominion to bless you. Like your pastor. Amen. One time, uh, Pastor Nancy Dufresne was talking about a situation, and uh, uh, every now and then she would she would call the, the the helps ministers up, and she would bless them and just speak a blessing over them for uh, helping in the church. And the Lord said to her one day, He said, uh, "You can do that anytime you want." He said, "That's part of the pastor's equipment is to speak a blessing over their people." That's just part of the equipment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Part, of, part of that equipment, part of that equipping in that pastor's office is, is the ability to speak that blessing, to speak that dominion over the people of God. Amen. There, there are going to be days and seasons, and I, I, I probably should spend some time on this, but there are going to be days and seasons in your life that something's going to go on the chopping block. 
And what you need to do is make sure it's your wrong thinking. That has to be put on the chopping block. Never the plan of God. Always your wrong thinking. Hallelujah. Look, no, notice uh, 2 Corinthians 12. 2 Corinthians 12 and verse 15. Notice what Paul said in verse 15. I will very gladly spend and be spent for you. Although the more abundantly I love you, the less I be loved. I will spend and be spent for you. So there's going to be seasons something's put on the chopping block. It's not the plan of God. It's the wrong thinking. You put that on the chopping block. When you move out of the plan of God, remember I said in obedience, when you move out of the plan of God, you move out of dominion. The centurion told Jesus, the reason I understand authority is because I'm under authority. I understand how it operates. I tell one to go and he goes. I tell another to come and he comes. I tell this one to do it and he does it. If you just speak the word, my servant will be whole. Because I understand how authority works. When I'm in the place God called me to and I'm walking in obedience to where God told me to walk and doing what God told me to do, I begin to operate in another level of dominion. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you never put that plan on the back burner. Amen. Well, I'll do that after this. Wrong. Mistake. Amen. Well, when I'm not as busy, I'll get involved. That's baloney. Amen. Well, when this all settles down, do you know that when that's your attitude and your mindset, that something will always come up? Something. There will always be a reason you can't. It, it, always, it always made me laugh and... and, and, and I'm pastoring tonight, so bear with me. It, it always made me laugh. Pastor Michelle and I raised four kids, and they were pretty close together. So, so we didn't have, you know, four kids that could always take care of themselves. We had four kids that we took to church with us every service, and they sat on the front row. And Mama had a switch. <laughs> and you sat there. Amen. Hallelujah. And it always amazed me how many times people would come to me and use their kids as an excuse why they couldn't come and be a part of what was going on at church. Well, you know, I got kids. Well, we all got kids. I got kids. You got kids. We got kids. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, nothing life-changing, is. your child's not going to miss something life-changing on Wednesday night to be in church with you. Your child needs to see you serving in the church. 
and being a part of what's going on. Your grandchildren need to see you serving in the church and being a part of what's going on. What, what are we afraid we're going to miss because we're giving time to the house of God? Jesus gave everything up to and including His life for us and I'm amazed at times how people complain and gripe about how much they're doing for God. And they're abdicating, they're, they're giving away their dominion. If God's asking you to do it, you, you, if you want to be obedient, you don't have a choice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Do, do you see what I'm saying? So important. Paul said, I'll gladly spend and be spent. Over and over again, you see him say, I'm not going to put the plan of God on the chopping block. If anything gets put on the chopping block, this is going to get put on the chopping block. Hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 16. I've had people ask me over the years, whatever level of success they feel like we've achieved, Pastor, Pastor, uh, what do you attribute this to? Here it is. I, could, I, I never quit. Yeah. Nothing ever became more important than what God wanted. That settled the issue. I used to gather my family around and say, God has called me into the ministry. Your father is a minister. That's what we do. So until whatever time you're not in this house anymore, on Wednesday night we're going to church. Sunday night, we're going to church. Sunday morning, we're going to church. There will be special events and you will be there. Because that's what we do. Amen. And none of my children grew up hating church. And none of my children are anti-God. It, di- it didn't uh, uh, warp their psyche. Amen. The most excited squeal I hear from this little four-year-old is it's church night. Yay! Do you see what I'm saying? And people wonder, why am I not exercising the dominion I could be operating? And why am I not exercising what I should be exercising? And, and, and they're, they're frustrated about what God's asking them to do. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 16 and 15. Notice, it says, I beseech you, brethren, you know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. They've addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. In other words, not, if anything got put on the chopping block, it was not the ministry of the saints. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, every time my family gets together, my, my youngest son and his wife were traveling uh, on vacation, and they stopped in and, and spent the night with us last night and were visiting with us. I was talking about the things of God to him. And while I was sitting there in that chair, I was thanking the Lord. Lord, I'm glad. I'm, gl- I'm glad I didn't put your plan on the chopping block. I'm glad I stayed with what? Because here's the fruit of it. Amen. Talking to my son, pastor in a church, his wonderful wife, my wonderful grandson. Amen. All of them filled with the Holy Ghost, saved, living for God. There's no price you can put on that. There's no price you can put on that. And, and it is a result of obedience. 
Are, are, are you following me? But the Bible says that God spoke these words to the angels that were with him. He said, should I tell Abraham the thing that I'm going to do, seeing that he will train his children up in the right way? It's important. Amen. It's not just about church attendance. It affects your dominion. You, you, you can't expect to walk in dominion while you're in disobedience. Oh, hallelujah. That's why you have to think about these words. When you come to somebody and say, the Lord told me, think before you talk. Think, think, think. Be Pooh Bear. Think, think, think. <laughs> Pooh Bear's our favorite bear. Think about it. Why? Because, listen, when you say the Lord said, you've said something. You said the Lord said. And you can't just expect somebody to act like you didn't say the Lord said. You said the Lord said. Right? Uh, Can I share a story with you? Is it early? Well, yeah, it's not real early, but it's early enough. We'll be, I'll be done in just a moment. I've only got a couple more points. There was, there was, there, there was two men in, in the church one time, and they were starting a business. And they came to me, and they said, Pastor, you know, we've been seeking the Lord, and the Lord told us to do X for you every month. And what it was was I, I had a, a, a new truck, and they said, uh, you know, the, the Lord told us to make your payment every month. I said, well, praise God. You know, I said, if that's what you want to do, you believe the Lord told you to do it. And I mean, they started making that payment, and God is my witness. They got more business than they could take. They had to hire more people. They, it was a roofing business. They had to hire more people. They started getting blessed. I mean, they, they were just, they were bringing in money hand over fist. Now, they said the Lord said. I don't doubt that He did. Now, this is not just about me. This is they said the Lord said. And, and it came up one time. They didn't think they could, they could do it. Or they just didn't want to. I don't know what it was. And they quit doing it. You know, I saw that business fall apart just as quick as it got prospered. And people say, was that because they quit blessing you? No, that's because they quit doing what they said the Lord said. If, if, if they'd have come to Pastor Ron and said, the Lord told me to do that for you, they would have got just as blessed. Because you understand what I'm trying to say? It's the obedience. And, and when they were walking in that obedience, they had dominion over those things. Amen. When circumstances show up, decisions have to be made. When, 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 when the storms of life show up, you got to make a decision. Amen. When, when, the, when the time crunch is on and the circumstances telling you you can't, you got to make a decision. I always go back to the fact that he saved me. He delivered me. He saved my life. Is there anything he can ask me that I can say no to? If James Alexander had pulled me out of a lake, if I was drowning, I can't swim. I fell out of the boat. I don't have a life jacket on. I am drowning. I'm going down for the last time. And James comes up in his boat and reaches under the water and says, come on in. Amen. Now, here's here's my mindset. Is there anything that I won't do for him? 
nothing. He saved my life. I owe him my life. Everybody on the sound of my voice, you owe Jesus Christ your life. You owe him everything that you are. There's nothing that he can ask that's too much. There's nothing. Hallelujah. In times of transition, stay with those God's placed you with. When there's a transition in your life, stay, stay rooted and grounded where God placed you. The Bible says those that are going to flourish are those that are planted in the house of God. Stay with it. Yeah, but I feel like there's a transition in my life. Stay with who God placed you with. Stay with who God placed you with. I, I, I see people, and please don't take this wrong. I see people, they got a different pastor every six months. They, they, they got a different pastor every three months. They're going to a different church every, every three months, every six months. And they wonder why their life is so shifty and their life is so topsy-turvy. Because you got, you got to get somewhere and stay there. You got to get somewhere and be planted. You got to get somewhere where people can depend on you. You want people to depend on you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You want your pastor to depend on you. Amen. Why? Because you depend on me. And I want people that I can depend on. You want to be dependable. Because dependable people walk in dominion. Amen. Things like church attendance, things like being involved, they are litmus tests for if whether or not God can bring more into your life. For instance, the the scripture in Hebrews 10, forsake not the assembling of yourself together. That's not a request. That's not a suggestion. That's a statement of fact. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Now think about that. He said don't do it. That is a litmus test for can God bring more into my life. What value do I place on the local church? That becomes a litmus test for how much more God can bring into my life. And so when you're in transition, stay with those God's placed you with. When you're facing a challenge in your life, that's not the time to stay home in your pajamas and eat ice cream and watch a depressing movie. That's time to get dressed and come to church. Why? That's where your answer's at. Netflix don't have the answer. Amen. And, and, and I'll say it this way. It's also not, if you can come to church, it's not the time to sit in your pajamas and watch it on live stream. There is an anointing that comes by proximity. There's an anointing that comes by being close to the person that's anointed. And somebody can sit at home and say, I can get it at home. No, you can't. You can hear it at home, but you may not get it at home. Amen. And, and, and if I was against live stream, we'd quit. I'm not against it. I'm not mad at anybody for watching on live stream. But if I can be here live, I need to be here live. Because there's an anointing of proximity. 
Paul said, I want to impart something to you. And to do it, I need to see your face. There were words that God gave people today that were accurate and dependable because they were in the presence. It's not just me. If there would have been another minister ministering, they would have probably ministered along those same lines. But here's the issue. How did they get that word? Why were they? They were here. They were here. Amen. Whew. Stay in transition. Stay with those God placed you with. When you go through a turmoil, stay where God placed you. When you you go through a trying time, stay with those that God placed you with. There's a dominion there. The worst thing you can do is when you're going through a challenge is move from where God placed you because that's why the enemy brought the challenge. The devil brought the challenge to try to move you away from where God placed you. He knows the power in the local church. He's afraid of the power in the local church and he knows that when you assemble yourselves together, you're edified, you're built up, you're encouraged, you're strengthened. Somebody's patting you on the back. Somebody's cheering you on. You're going to make it Everything's going to be okay. I'm praying for you. I'm in agreement with you. Everything's going to be all right. And your pastor comes up and says, just keep fighting. God's going to bring you out. Amen. And you just stay there. I, 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 call, I text somebody not too long ago, and they were facing a physical challenge. I said, I'm just telling you, calling to tell you, I got your back. I got your back. You're going to come out of this. Amen. I say, you're going to come out of this. And they came out. And and they came out. Hallelujah. Staying. Staying. Staying where God placed you. I need the dominion of God's plan in my life. I need that dominion. Amen. I remind the Lord of that at times. I'm doing what you asked me to do. I did what you asked me. I need that dominion. I need the dominion of your plan in my life. Do you see this? If things seem to be in an upheaval, immerse yourself in the plan of God. What's your plan? Just throw yourself into it. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. You know, it's not, it's not always the most uh, simple, easy thing to do. Hallelujah. I've, I've drove down the highway more than once crying. Tears in my eyes. Lord, I just got home. I feel like I'm, I've just washed my clothes and packed my case again. Amen. Amen. But the cost is not greater than the reward. I told you, I sat there in my living room with the reward last night. You can't put a price on that. Amen. Amen. There's been times I had to just make myself not think about what was going on at home. Hallelujah. 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 But I'm immersing myself in the plan of God. This season is not going to last forever. The Lord said to me, I've called you to a very unusual thing. I've asked you to pastor both of these churches for a season. And He said, this season will not last forever. 
And he said, but here's the thing. In this season, the times can't stop you. Sickness can't stop you. People can't stop you. And he said, I appreciate the fact that you've been willing to do this for me. Hallelujah. You immerse yourself in the plan of God. You immerse yourself in God's plan for you. Why? Because you're in that time of upheaval. Things seem to be in an upheaval. You, what keeps you grounded is immersing yourself in the plan of God. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Isn't that good? Hallelujah. Amen. And I've had people say, well, I just, you know, and I'm just talking about me. And, and I'm not, I mean, for no other reason, I'm a good example. I've had people say, I just don't understand how you do what you do. Well, what do you mean? It's, it's what God asks us to do. What, what could I, how could I say no? I, I remember the story when Polycarp, the bishop of Smyrna, the, the city of Smyrna, that he was in his 80s and they, and they came, they came and apprehended him and, and the, the, the leadership in Rome had changed and now the Christians were under persecution again and here's a man in his mid-80s and they're bringing him to the Colosseum. They're going to burn him at the stake. If he won't recant Jesus, they're going to burn him at the stake and he stands there, an old man in his 80s and, 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 and the, 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 the leader said, if you recant, you'll live and he said, he has blessed me and kept me all these 85 years I could do no less now put me to the stake now we hear stories like that and we think yeah but you know that is somebody that's just immersed in the plan of God how how could I live all these years with God doing what he did for me think about how God's healed you God's blessed you God's delivered you God's not going to let you down you're never going to be at a deficit for throwing yourself into what God wants you to do it enhances your dominion you you immerse yourself in the plan of God and you exercise yourself in dominion Oh, hallelujah. Because I need the dominion of God's plan in my life. I need the dominion of God's plan in my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, anointings and callings and mantles are enhanced. When, when you get involved and you immerse yourself in the plan of God, anointings and callings and mantles are enhanced. Things grow. Wisdom comes. Things, strength shows up where it wasn't before because I'm, I'm immersed in the plan of God. So when something gets put on the chopping block, it's not the plan of God. It's my wrong thinking. Oh, Hallelujah. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? You know, I'll end with this. Uh, I've, always, I've always been very careful. Uh, my wife and I, with, with our kids, if one of us had to be gone, or, or even now with uh, our little one, it's, it's never, it's never uh, a sad thing. It's we're doing what God asks us to do. 
Because they, they need to know there's a blessing on our life because we're doing what God asks us to do. Amen. And it's not just keeping a stiff upper lip. You know, if you look at the people in, in our lives that we respect so much, people that you respect so much, the, 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 the Brother Copelands and Brother Jerry and, and, and all these people that we respect so much, Pastor Caldwell, all of them, there was, for every person, there were seasons in their lives that, that every, everything they did was centered around what God wanted them to do. Amen. I, there, was, there was a minister one time that wanted to go into full-time ministry. And uh, he did. He went into full-time ministry. still in the full-time ministry. And uh, uh, they're, they're part of our fellowship. And uh, they started having healing school and these different things. And people were talking to me about it. And I told my wife, I said, that's what he has to do. Because if you're going to be in full-time ministry, you need to be ministering full-time. You need to find things to give yourself to where that ministry is concerned. And I told him, when he told me he felt like he needed to go into full-time ministry, I said, then you give yourself to it and you don't back off of it. That's, that's your mindset. That's how you think. I am a full-time minister. When I went into the full-time ministry, it never crossed my mind to go back to the corporate world. Never crossed my mind. I'm done. I'm done with that. I'm in the full-time ministry. That's what I'm going to do. And, I, and I'm telling you, in spite of some of the mistakes I could have made and the errors that I've made, it was that commitment and that determination that kept us walking in dominion. I am doing what God has asked me to do, and, and this is it. We have burned the bridges. We burned the boats. We burned the wagons. There's no way to go back. And, 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 and after all these years pastoring full-time and over 30 years in the ministry, after all these years, those wagons are still burnt. We've never looked to build the bridge, and we've never looked to figure out a way to go back. I'm like Peter. Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Amen. One, one time a person looked at, at my resume, and 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 and. And, and they said, well, any job that anybody could offer you, you're overqualified for. And I said, well, yeah, because I've taken the highest position of all. I'm working for the king. Oh, glory to God. Walking in dominion. Let's stand up.